This is Gary Butterfield, and there are two things I love. One is my cat who's sitting on my lap. Rose. And two are our Patreon backers. If you go to patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv, you can join them. If you go to the terrible island of Dr. Moreau, you can join my cat in my menagerie of animal freaks. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat. It is a branded appendix. <laughs> yes, you know, we're keeping our colors in line. We're making sure that we're advancing the messaging. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and this week we are reading your branded responses to uh, Lords of the Fallen uh, after our uh, um, kind of coverage winds down in this uh, followers and influences kind of, uh, kind of season we have in the middle here. Yeah. We were killing time until Bloodborne came out. And so was you. Um, you know what I wish had happened? And like, not that I regret calling, covering Lords of the Fallen because obviously we had to. But did you see that the Shovel Knight DLC is like eminent? Yeah. And you, it's a whole new quest where you play through as Plague Knight? Yep. I'm pretty excited about that. Me too. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. I will I will play the fuck out of that. <laughs> that will be for me. Um, yeah. So we're going to go ahead and get started here. Uh, Earl says via contact. To be honest, I was skeptical going into this game as I think most Souls fans were. I was expecting a mediocre knockoff, cashing in on the popularity of the series. What I got was a surprisingly fun game to scratch the soul's itch while waiting for Bloodborne. Unfortunately, the game is broken. At least the PS4 version is. I had to lock up four times throughout the game and then ran into a game-breaking glitch with the greed, greed twink, trinket. Gweed twinket. <laughs> we did, I got a gwitch with the gweed twinket. Um, You're a precocious I, little scamp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, a game-breaking glitch with the greed trinket about 12 hours in where I couldn't progress because I couldn't uh, generate mana to get through the gate. I tried some solutions I found online, but none helped. It's really a bummer because I was enjoying the game quite a bit. I enjoyed the variety of gear and upgrades. The way the environments were laid out reminded me of the original Dark Souls, how they would wrap around in on themselves. But I don't think I'll ever play this again because I don't have that kind of time to waste if I end up just running into another bug like that. The good news is that I can enjoy games like this without thinking, I would rather be playing Dark Souls right now, the whole time. I would gladly play more Souls-likes in the future as long as they work. Yeah, that's a, that's a remarkably good attitude about that thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I, I would have been really mad if that would have happened to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like glad it glad it didn't. But part of what you're saying, like when I would play through this the first time, like the a lot of the sheen wasn't taken off this for me until I played it the second time mm-hmm. for the show. When I played it when it came out, I did I was having like moment to moment. I was like, when I was still was curious as to what was happened next or what came next, I was still I was having fun. You know, it's it's similar like when I talk about um, like you can judge like you know we try to critic. You know, criticize things and 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 look at things deeply. But if you only look at things like whether this was fun to go through, mm-hmm. like it was fun to go through. It's the same way that like South Park isn't a death march to watch. Mm-hmm. Like I can watch South Park and I will laugh a couple times. Right. Or even like something as shitty as Family Guy, like I will laugh a couple times at that. Mm-hmm. It's not a death march. I still think it is a low quality and I don't want to waste my time on it. Yeah. You know, but it's not, it doesn't feel, you know, it's not without joy to be had. Mm-hmm. It's just there are better uses for my time. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how I felt about this the first time through. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and you wouldn't believe it till you know by listening to us, but there were times where Dark Souls kind of faded into the background for me while I played this, and I was engaging mm-hmm. it on its own terms for you know the majority of it, and it wasn't until something really bad happened that it stood in stark relief to that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely, and like in the the people who don't like hearing this game compared to Dark Souls or who are complaining about that, like I I kind of feel like that's just not realistic mm-hmm. for a game that is so clearly taking that influence on its sleeve. Like it's. In a weird way, like, yes, doing this as a Souls-like, you know, caused a lot of people to buy this game. Mm-hmm. In another way, it was a huge disservice because you're inviting those comparisons that you just can't, you know, you can't quite measure up to. Yeah. You know? Um, but then again, like, I, I I fall a little bit, uh, you know, in your in your camp, Earl, even though I soured on the game a little bit on my second playthrough. Um, but even even listen to that sentence, like I put like 25 hours in this game. Yeah, like, like, there's a se- there's a second playthrough. Yeah. for God's sakes, like I, I where's my fucking parade? <laughs> um, you know, but like the first time I got through it, and and the Facebook records will will attest to this. You know, I was pretty positive about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I mean, so, if you're going through this looking for things to like, you will find things to like. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Yep. Uh, Joe writes in via contact saying, Sigh, Lords of the Fallen. Always hungry for more souls, as we all are. I was finally able to talk my wife into buying a PS4, and I knew this would be the game I bought with it. See, I had it all figured out. I just finished up Dark Souls 2 on the PS3, 100% trophy run. Good on you. Um, I thought I'd buy Lords of the Fallen, and that would hold me over until Bloodborne and the Dark Souls 2 re-release. I bought my PS4 and raced home to play Lords of the Fallen, and I loved it. But as I played it, it just didn't feel the same. I couldn't get into the story. He has story in scare quotes there. Um, And half the time I had no idea what was going on. Now, I know in Dark Souls you could say the same thing the first time through. But where in Dark Souls, it kind of makes you figure it out in that it's more of a mystery. Uh, This seems more in your face with the lore. Lords of the Fallen does. Um, I just found myself not caring. That being said, though, it's still a good game and I'm excited to see more games come out in the Souls style. Just go into this game not expecting it to be Dark Souls. I played it for a week, uh, and I uh, got a couple of bosses away from the end of the game. At this point, I decided to see what all the hype was about with the new Binding of Isaac Rebirth. I have not played Lords of the Fallen or anything else on the PS4 since. I I can't fault you for that. Yeah. Because Binding of Isaac Rebirth is my favorite game from last year. (laughs) Um, The, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't don't blame you. Um, And I think that story is a common common sad one mm-hmm. um luke says by contact though i was initially quite disappointed with lords having approached it as a fourth souls game i found that it could still bring me some pleasure if i instead approached it as a fleshlight <laughs> like, <laughs> like i didn't mean to do that delivery on that but it's kind of I got to the end of that sentence and wasn't expecting where it would end um, <laughs> uh, like that device lord is not as good as the real thing it's compacted and yet somehow more cumbersome there's no personality to it and no distinct areas to discover. Uh, <laughs> it lacks the little details, and those it does have are so loud as to seem false. On paper, used in the exact same way, but doing so never feels natural. Sessions spent with it don't end with uh, the same level of joyous ecstasy as they do with a stoic sense of completion, and you never feel the need to discuss it with friends afterwards. <laughs> um, so with all that being said, there's still something to it. I think at this point he's still talking about... Uh, <laughs> Flashlights. Um, it'll never be my first choice of a lasting companion. I'm, I'm just kidding. I actually think he's talking about Lords of the Fallen. Uh-huh. Um, 
It'll never be my first choice of lasting companion, but for a while there was a novelty to its newness and the way it almost aped the satisfaction wrought from the friction of each major encounter. I think he's still the talking way- about a flashlight. <laughs> no, that's that's okay. It's getting a lot into Luke's dick in this, this, uh, this, this response. Uh, the way you'd push in again and again, getting a little deeper every time you entered, until eventually you'd be able to slide right through. It might not do such with the same level of guile or grace as the real thing, but even an awkward facsimile of the act does ping those same pleasure centers, though maybe not to the same extent. I don't know if I'll ever pick the thing up again or not, nor am I sure I would ever have in the first place if I'd known how inferior the feeling is, but I have a feeling that that's partly retrospect talking. In the moment I was enjoying myself, and at the end of the day, isn't that what these things are designed for? In a way, it's all been downhill since my first time, nothing's been as pure an experience since, and this was simply another step down the slope towards experienced emptiness. But even just going through the motions here had its moments. Maybe blood will revitalize things. Here's hoping. Postscript. I do not, nor have I ever owned a fleshlight. I swear, guys. Guys, believe me. But if I did go buy one, I wouldn't be surprised to see that they cribbed all the boss names <laughs> from the fleshlights and uh, dildos. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on the Annihilator. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I never thought about the bosses in Lords of the Fallen being like dildo names. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty I w- good. I would like to see uh, the packaging for the champion. Yeah. Champion. The commander. The beast. <laughs> They do sound like dildo names. <laughs> the beast. The beast. It's shaped like Hank McCoy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like a, a, a furry beanbag with a, a humpable orifice. The, um, yeah. I, you know, I don't, uh, talking about fleshlights, <laughs> like, I don't, like, there, there is like a stigma to mm-hmm. that, but I don't see why. No, I mean, like, that, like, I've never used one, but mostly because they're like $150. <laughs> right. Um, you know, and and also like I can I can masturbate just fine. Like I've never I've never been like, I you know I need to spice this up. This is boring and stupid, and I need yeah. to find a way to like make this better. Like it's mm-hmm. it's pretty great on its own. Um, but like there is that weird you know for some reason men can't have sex toys, but right. you know yeah it's it's a little bit of a double standard and a little bit negativity. I I, I know I sound like an MRA saying oh a double standard applies to men, yeah. but like it, yeah it just like it, it it has a little bit of sex negativity and kind of like shaming somebody. Whereas the proper attitude, at least the one, you know, the one that I've adopted is whatever starts your cart, dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like it is, uh, you know, good on you. If, if anyone out there is like flashlighting it up, like <laughs> if, if it feels good, do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, or like, you know, you, people will be like, you know, I used to um, listen to Savage Love. Mm-hmm. Every weekend people would just be like, yeah, you know, I started masturbating by like jamming my dick between two, uh, you know, bed, you know, two mattresses. I haven't been able to come any other way since then. <laughs> and like, uh, there are people who, you know, in the comments and stuff, we would like kind of make fun of that. And when I was younger, I would. At this point, like, honestly, like you're just rubbing your dick against something. Like, what does it matter what it is? Like, yeah. you know, at that point, like it's gross if you do it to like fresh bread or, <laughs> or like. But it's you so know, warm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it, it like well, however you want to masturbate, it's cool with me. Yeah. Um, that, that's the that's the duck feed promise. Like if, <laughs> if you're out there, whatever way you use to get off, as long as it's not hurting somebody else. Yeah. Um. Please, please continue. Go well. Yeah, I, I, I'm naturally such a judgmental person that like I want to save that and just mm. have a live and let live attitude, except for where it really matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. what you know. Again, just, whatever, whatever floats your coat. <laughs> whatever yeah, floats, floats your, your coat. coat. <laughs> Is it like the tight, like your lifeboat, your yep. life vest? Yep, your life jacket. Yeah, I only masturbate to to Titanic porn. <laughs> yeah. Whatever floats your coat. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, I love it when we goof about me misspeaking. <laughs> I do. Uh, usually I do. it's me. So yeah, it's usually yeah. off to me. Yeah, words words sound like other words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that was a really good message. I, I, I am equally happy that you read it as I did. Cause I got to hear you read it, Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, that was, that was well composed and I like yes. the analogy a lot. So good on you, Luke. A lot of new names actually yeah. this episode, yeah. which is great. Thanks, for, thanks for jumping in. Yeah. Thank that you. doesn't always happen with interstitial episodes and seasons. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. But, but we have an old name here, a familiar name, Levi writes them via, via contact saying my biggest gripe about this game is how forgettable the weapons are. Except one, Clawfinger. Uh, I obtained this weapon from the graveyard boss, and it was the crutch that I uh, leaned on the entire game. Its damage is solid, but its special attack is insane. Giant spectral spikes erupt from the ground when you perform a downward slash. Shields bearing en- shield-bearing enemies were a non-issue. Uh, even if you miss with the swing, the spikes will still find their mark. Unfortunately, the weapon is useless against the final boss, so I had to swap it out. I remember grabbing that weapon, but I didn't have a faith build. Right. Like it has a faith requirement. So that's why I never used it. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Like, and there are, um, there's several other uh, weapons. There's like a thing that creates a pool of blood that heals you nice. and stuff. Yeah. There, there's a bunch of weird, like hidden. What is about the game that doesn't like, I, I, I'm trying to think because that stuff exists mm-hmm. in this game. Like there are, and we talked a little bit about like how if you attach different runes to your different types of gauntlet attacks, like you just don't need to. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do a lot of experimentation with that. And then the thing, the fact that they there's just one respec in the entire game and it's hard mm-hmm. to get to um, may, meant that like I found a lot of cool weapons like that. I just didn't, I just ended up using the one with the, the best damage mm-hmm. that had three slots, right? you know, through the, the, through the whole thing. But like, so I ended up missing a lot of stuff and that could be my fault, but I want, like, it feels like there's something in the game that made that true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that I would attribute it to, I would attribute my lack of experimentation to something that I like about the design, actually. It cuts two ways, right? So the actual damage stat is adjusted for your scaling. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you don't have the uh, if you don't have the stat necessary to use it effectively, it'll show a super low, uh, super low attack, which means you can sort it to the bottom and then never see it. Yeah. How, however, there's nothing that belies, you know, even just like the base stat or what the potential for this would be. And it could just be one stat difference between you being able to use this and not being able to use it. So it'd be nice if it showed like, here's the native, you know, damage or the native kind of effect around this or explained it in a plain faced way. Um, mm-hmm. And then here is what it is with your with, with your ability. That would have gotten me to, you know, be a little bit more adventurous as opposed to just saying, well, my axe is pretty good or fate yeah, is pretty exactly. good. Yeah, exactly. Like I just couldn't uh, experiment with a lot of the stuff, mm-hmm. you know, because I didn't have the stats for it. Um, so, bleh. <sighs> yeah, so Chase says, via contact, I think I like Lords of the Fallen. I certainly don't dislike it at any rate. It's soulsy enough, looks different enough, like if the visual styles of Fable and Souls games were pushed together, and fun enough to tide me over until something else comes along, or I get a PS4 in Bloodborne. Um, I haven't beaten the game yet, as of this writing, I'm working on The Judge, the one without the armor, mm-hmm. uh, which is shaping up to be a pretty good fight, so it's ending pretty strong too. All that said, this is my least favorite game in the style. Between lackluster lore and bosses that uh, at times felt totally unfair, the Worshipper and the Lost Brothers mostly, the game overall feels like it could have done with a little bit more time cooking. I've heard that there's already a sequel in the works, and I'm glad. The game overall shows potential, and I'd love to see what they can do with more time to spend on the story and environments. Maybe, just maybe, we'll get a snow-covered temple. <laughs> oh boy, so, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Be still it's my like heart. I hope the new Spider-Man movie explains how he became Spider-Man. <laughs> do I dare to dream? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, spot on. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I don't know that I have any more to add to that. Yep. Uh, Kylo writes in via contact saying, I played Lords of the Fallen for only a couple of hours at a friend's house, and I made it through the first three bosses without any trouble. In fact, it was pretty boring. Nothing really felt that worthy of exploration, and the bosses were just three repetitive fights with dudes in Darksiders armor with huge health bars. Uh, I didn't like my experience, but I want the game to succeed financially because that means more devs will try making Souls games, and the more of that, the better. And I think it has. Yep. Like, I think this game has done pretty well financially whether that will carry forward to a sequel Mm -hmm. given that this game kind of has a dark reputation Mm -hmm. um who knows but that doesn't really matter for other like bean counters looking at uh you know these sales figures Mm -hmm. in considering you know pursuing a game so somebody else will come along i think and make make a similar style the fact that dark souls can be a part of a pitch yeah you know means that there's going to be and people and yeah and and, yeah well i didn't mean to cut you off sorry um but also that like they can say, yeah, it's like Dark Souls. Also, this game that's just like Dark Souls <laughs> did really well yeah. financially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Gives, it gives, gives them room to explore. Yes. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Um, and finally, Josh says via contact, hey, guys, I bought a PS4 for Christmas because I want Bloodborne. I decided uh, while I was using your Amazon affiliate link to pick up Lords of the Fallen because I like playing along with your many and varied shows. In addition to a solid B- of a game, I also got the three funniest episodes of Bonfireside Chat ever. There's nothing I enjoy uh, more than fakey-sounding fantasy names. So thanks. Oh, and I liked Lords of the Fallen. That's my contribution to the discourse. <laughs> I, I keep, also like... Yeah, I, I keep cutting you off. I'm sorry, it's dude. It's fine. Don't worry. Um, yeah, I also... I, I, I don't even know why I cut you off there because I wasn't <laughs> going to say anything like... You yeah, know, good, I was good. just going to say that, that jet fuel can't melt steel beams. <laughs> um, that's, that's, that's one of my favorite beams, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm way into it. Um, I was just going to say that I, I, you liking us making fantasy names is probably matched only by how much I like making up fantasy names. <laughs> exactly. It is, it, is, it is a good match. Yeah. I don't, I don't normally include, uh, include uh, responses that speak highly of us. I just wanted to put that in and say, hey, that Amazon link is still an option for you as we're yeah. in the run up to Bloodborne. Yeah, and I appreciate I'm glad that when I first read that, I thought it could have turned another way. Where like, yeah, I decided to use the Amazon link to buy Lord Lord of the Fallen, and fuck you guys, this game is awful. I can't <laughs> believe you guys made me buy it, yep. and I was gonna have to, you know. But no, there was a, you know, uh, thank you, mm-hmm. those kind words. Yeah. So that is all the response around Lords of the Fallen. Thank you everybody for uh, writing in around that. You can also um, write in about the Scholar of the First Sin that is at duckfeed.tv/contact. But before we go, I just wanted to throw in a little just fun in. Are you are you okay? What? Uh, no, no, just because we're we're just fun and I just, like this isn't just gonna. Do we need to hold an intervention? I mean, like, you, I you know I just I think it's assumed now they're always thinking about her own mortality. I like that we do that just once and that becomes the entire point of the segment. Just fun and yeah. I mean, we did go on for a long time. But. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So let's uh, let's do do this here. Eddie wrote in via the contact form saying, "Hi guys, listening to the inspired by shows as we as we wait for Bloodborne, I am somewhat surprised that you didn't pick Zombie U to cover. It is tremendously influenced by the Souls games. The death mechanic is particularly noteworthy. When you die, your corpse becomes a zombie with your name. Uh, you have to then find your corpse and kill it in order to get all of your gear back. The corpses of other players will also sometimes spawn in your world, and killing them will get you their loot as well. Players can leave cryptic messages in the world a la Dark Souls, and of course, the game is flat-out difficult. I would love to see a more fleshed-out sequel, but unfortunately, third-party support on the Wii U has dried up. Uh, If you haven't played the game yet, I encourage you to put your hands on a Wii U and this game. I would love to hear a bonfireside chat show about it. Praise the sun. 
Praise the sun. Yeah, I think the I, I would love to do that one. Um, a survival horror, pretty cool. Um, B those Dark Souls elements are you know kind of a, a thing that make that game noteworthy. Uh, we just don't have Wii U's. Yeah, and I uh, want one. Me too. Like I I, I really want to play the first party stuff that's on that. Like mm-hmm. every time I go into the department store, it's like Toad's Treasure Tracker. I'm <laughs> sure that's fun. It's coming. With, <laughs> it, it, it comes with Super Mario 3D World now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I want to play that so bad. Like I I was playing a. Super Mario 3D Land mm-hmm. on my, my Game Boy, I replayed that for a little bit. And it was just like, oh, yeah, this is immensely fun and good. And, like, you can <laughs> almost always buy a first-party Nintendo game and rely on it to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really want one. I just haven't afforded one yet. Yeah, I'm pretty close to getting one, I think. Yeah. yeah. Me and Elizabeth have talked about, now that we we live together, um, saving up for one mm-hmm. as, like, a, an appliance-type purchase. Yeah. Bringing the number of Wii consoles in this household to three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But the... Uh, yeah, like, I would really like to play uh, Zombie U. Yeah, that does feel like an appliance, doesn't it? It's like your Smash Brothers machine or your Mario Kart machine. Yeah, yeah. it will be my my Zombie U, Toad Treasure <laughs> Tracker, and a Cat Mario machine. <laughs> kitty Cat. Yeah, Kitty Cat Mario. Yeah. The um, Speaking of first-party Nintendo, um, I picked up uh, New Super Mario Brothers 2. Did hmm. you ever play that one? No, no, I played the first one, and I liked it well enough, but that was a long time ago. The The second one's real fun. Hmm. It is, like The caveat or the, the gimmick behind it is that um, it keeps a running total of the coins you collect oh, and yeah. you want to get a million <laughs> and everything is about coins okay. in a really satisfying, fun way. Like it just it, like that, that Pavlovian like mm, coin, like it is just that throughout the entire game. Like you you have power ups, you get like a Midas flower that your fireballs turn things into coins. Like you get uh you can get the coin block that, you know, those blocks that you can just hit over and over for a coin. Yeah. You can get one stuck on your head. So everything you do creates a coin. Right. It's just coin, 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 coin mm-hmm. in a way that is, isn't obnoxious. Like, it just feels good and is fun. Yeah. Um, I liked it a lot. Nice. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, yeah, so thanks, everybody. Yeah, thank so, you. That was the most, uh, was the, the most positive, just fun yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so uh, thanks, everybody. If you have uh, comments about the Scholar of the First Sin patch, again, I already said this, duckfeed.tv forward slash contact. Mm-hmm. Um, you already know most of the other, uh, and we even slipped in an Amazon referral. Yeah, link plugs. You know everything to do. Yep. Um, just, just just keep on listening. We're super ha- we're super happy to have you, and uh, we're looking forward to, uh, to 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 another season here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. And here are some brief deleted scenes. Two things that are extra sewed uh, material. Okay. Um, one. Did you you I don't know about I know that on the Twitter sphere you're not as like. You are more fatigued and not as plugged into Gamergate shit as I am. Right. I mostly two, catch the scraps and the highlights. Two two amusing highlights. Okay. Um, one, the uh, the villains who may are making the Sarkeesian effect. I saw this. You saw that? Okay. Yeah, they're falling out. Aurini's <laughs> yes. response is great. Oh my it's god. It's so good. <laughs> like everything that's happening with it is really good. And it's like if you watch like he just posted the uh, the Skype logs of like the time that they broke up. <laughs> and other dude like wolfman guy uh-huh. he's kind of like it's so weird to see somebody who is such so clearly a scumbag have like an immoral like a moral line he won't cross uh-huh like it's like it, it made me think like that there's like you know i knew it wasn't black and white but there are so many shades of dark gray mm-hmm. like between <laughs> gray and black uh-huh. like it's just like he's just like you know he's said some really terrible shit he's an awful person but he's just like yeah this roosh guy said rape should be legal i can't go along with that uh-huh and it's like oh okay so that's the line for you like i it's amazing to me like once somebody gets a certain distance you think there's not going to have a line uh-huh but there's a line 
Yeah. Well, I was uh, so the, the announcement, like when uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know the guy's actual name. The, the Ar- Aruni. Uh, so I, I, Aruni is it really so, Ar- so Davis Aruni is Aruni is, uh, yeah. is uh, um, cancer victim Kane, um, mm-hmm. and. Um, and, and the uh, other guy's name is Owen. Owen, yeah. Like Owen's announcement about this, like actually, like came across as really. This is going to be an unfortunate word choice. Ethical around this incredibly unethical thing, which is being very clear about the nature of what's happening, offering like further explanation, and saying if you want your money back, you can have it. Like all of that. Yeah. Like, it seemed handled really well. Like I, I was kind of in- internally applauding him for doing yeah, me, that. Me too. It, it, it's been very tempting to like think well of that guy and forget yeah. everything that he's done that's awful exactly what came out during this thing was that they were drawing a salary of fifteen hundred dollars a month to make this movie in addition to like the cost of making the movie right that's crazy that's a lot of money for you guys to like in addition like it wasn't just paying for itself like they uh-huh. were like they drew themselves a salary for this thing right I don't care for that i uh, mean paying themselves for the time is one thing but i don't know well, like what, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's like they were making a lot of money. Yeah. You know, with this thing, like it should have been done several times over based on the quality that we've seen that it would be. Right. Um, and it made me think that they were milking like it would be done faster if they weren't doing that. Mm-hmm. And I also have a hard time based on the quality that we've seen thinking that they were working. Oh, yeah. You know, significantly like, you know, full time towards it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, who knows that? But like. It's just like that's that's not often what you see mm-hmm. in this kind of project base. I mean, that's part of like the the uh, Patreon being a bad fit for a movie. Oh, yeah, you know, like that would have made more sense with a Kickstarter. But mm-hmm. the um, yeah, I don't know. But the the whole thing has been really, you know, Shausen uh, uh, fraud, horrific. <laughs> uh, yeah, like it has been fun to see that shit go down. Yeah, well, I mean, just that response saying. You know, he must have felt inadequate and, and, and jealous of somebody who was better at relating to women or something like that. Yeah. Like who, who's I'm, like like the biggest scumbag that is alive right now. <laughs> like he he felt jealous of the worst person. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how how if you've done any deep dives on on that guy. I'm too exhausted for that. <laughs> OK, that, if you when you, next time you're in the mood where you can, like, have some anger porn, mm-hmm. um, just like look at that guy's site. Mm-hmm. That he he is he's beyond the pale, mm-hmm. like he he is he is beyond. Like like what's his notable contribution to this? Like I, I don't. He, he's just um. That's the confusing thing. He's he's buddies with with uh, uh, Arini, mm-hmm. and in the chat logs, Arini's saying that like he supported them, and the Owen guy is like, did he give us money? He's like, no, he just mentioned us. You know, <laughs> we should have thrown him under the bus, and he was just yeah, I don't want to be associated with him. You know, and he's kind of going back and forth. But, like, his connection is just that he's real buddies with him and the the arena guy is claiming that's why, you know, mm. uh, because he's jealous of him. <laughs> you know, that's why Owen's backing out. How juvenile. Um, wow. So it's, it's just incredible. Like, it's just been really amazing to watch. Um, so that happened. And then did you hear about this Tim Schafer thing? Uh, no, no, I have not. So at GDC, which I'm going to try to go to next year, I mm-hmm. think, um, Tim Schafer hosted this uh, this Game Awards thing, and he did this whole bit where, like, he couldn't make jokes about Gamergate, but he brought a sock puppet uh, <laughs> on the stage to make jokes about Gamergate. Okay. Um, which is funny. And then he made a joke where he was talking about, like, how many Gamergate... Like, this is literally the joke, and the reason why I'm repeating this joke is not because it's good, but because to contrast with what people are taking from it. 
Um, he said, how many Gamer Gators does it take to screw in a light bulb or to uh, design, what is it, to design uh, like asset armor for like a character in a game? Mm-hmm. Uh, like one to do the the mesh and one to do the um, the uh, skin or whatever. And then uh, and 48 to cry, not your shield. <laughs> and Gamergate has said that this is him dismissing people, all women, people of color and minorities and are calling him like a racist, sexist monster, like and drawing all these comparisons to him making this joke with a sock puppet. It's really, really amazing. Like it, it is it is underlining. Like if you ever wanted an example of how these people are disingenuous in their their <laughs> arguments, like it's this. Yeah. And it just he blew up last night. Like it's just like a thousand, you know, like it just it, he was trending on Twitter and then mm-hmm. like just tons of people calling him out about this joke he made where they're just saying like, you know, I'm going to burn my copy of Psychonauts. I refuse to play a game <laughs> from, from a sexist, racist monster. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, Tim Schafer, like, a, like who is a gigantic teddy bear who has his heart in the right place. Like, huh? like I like I did, you know. I don't think he makes very good games, but uh-huh. he's got, he's definitely a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> like he is not any of those things. And yeah. then it got conflated and people were saying he said the N word in the thing. Oh boy. Oh like, boy. It, yeah. Like it got telephoned <laughs> in this really dumb way. Purple monkey dishwasher. Yeah. It's just incredible. Wow. That is crazy. So I didn't even realize that like not your shield is still, is, is that still a thing that they do? It is still a thing that they do. Ugh. Yeah. It's a, and it's a, that's I mean that's a whole other ball of wax and smarter people than me have have talked about that but like yeah. you know not your shield there are shields <laughs> yep. you know is what they really mean like yep. yeah there are black friends <laughs> that mean we're not racist um, but yeah so it's it's just funny to watch mm-hmm. watch that happen but then like the at first when I I heard about the fallout of it before I saw the actual thing mm-hmm. and I was like you know I tried to go into these things with an open mind and I was like I want to see what he actually did and then they posted a clip of the joke and it's literally what i just told you right told by a sock puppet <laughs> and like they what they think is that it's implying that all the people in not your shield are sock puppet accounts but he did the whole thing like he had a sock puppet with him the whole time right like it was just a gag uh-huh. and it was a dumb pun about them crafting armor and yeah, then the game it's, it's, it's like not super your super goofy and innocent <laughs> like... yeah in the exact way that everything tim schaefer does is uh-huh you know i don't know yeah, that's that that's that's pretty that's a stretch, you know. Yeah, it's it's a crazy stretch. Yeah. It's it's been a real dumb 24 hours for gamer gators. <laughs> like unusually yeah. dumb. Yeah. Huh. Well, I mean, so that has to rub extra salt in the wound because like, you know, whenever gamer gators talk about like the gamer gator. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I sorry. Do, I do the glare. I, I do the glare. Zatarans. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put these crawdads in these buckets here before I step yeah. on over. I'm step on do, over I, to talk about them whores. I'm going um, to do a gator boil. The main cause is me. <laughs> 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 I do declare them ethics ain't right. Yeah. Um, All this stew needs is a little bit of ethics and a little bit of disclosure. <laughs> and it's going to be a good game journalism stew. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> them gamer gators, uh, they have a they they have a complicated relationship with uh with the IGDA, the the organization that, oh, yeah. that runs GDC. Or at yeah. least is, is is very much involved in it. Like whenever whenever you see like the big you know spiraling lists of like accomplishments, they say, "Oh, we've uncovered 
we've uncovered, uh, you know, malfeasance and, you know, unethical behavior within the IGDA. So like to them perceiving this as like this shadowy cabal, like, yeah. the, like the council of elders in any, uh, fucking mass effect game where they're up on two, you know, it's, it's the, uh, the, 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 uh, the Oracle who he goes and talks to an indigo prophecy. Yeah. Like just perceiving yeah. this like they're in their den of power cackling at the our, you know, yeah, yeah. There's there are a bunch of Sith lords that are cackling at us in our movement with their positions yeah. of privilege in the industry. Which I should have those because I'm because that's where all that comes from. Yeah, that, that's they want exactly. to be they want to be in the industry and they think that there is some force out of it. Yeah, 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 yep, yep, yep. It's fucking dumb. <sighs> yeah, that's uh, really stupid. Yeah, it's it's just been stupid. Yeah, <laughs> like it's. I, uh, like I caught, I caught like uh, just like some trace elements of the arena thing, just from like the something awful threads that I read. Not not specifically about Gamergate, but about like uh, the Schadenfreude or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, I was just I was taken aback at how at how passive aggressive and you know continuing as it was still in his pseudo intellectual kind of like uh, like candor. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so saying it's you know, so so why would someone break? I would like to believe that. It's, yeah, <laughs> and, and it's like he, I hear he has a small ding dong and doesn't know how to talk to ladies. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like I've heard certain things about his little butt and the way that it, it doesn't get uh, the ladies in a rut. <laughs> yeah. The the uh, yeah, his uh, it's funny too because uh, after I posted that, Brian Wade popped out on Twitter and was like throwing me a bunch of images from uh, uh that guy's uh blog mm-hmm. and his his little uh you know bio things and stuff and if you've never seen those things those are really great too no. the uh like um they're all like quotes from his novels for the most part <laughs> but just like nothing like a cold glass of whiskey <laughs> to get you over the burden of the world <laughs> stuff like that and i just a cold glass of, of whiskey that you don't drink over the course of a 15 minute video yeah that yeah, you hold yeah, some kind of totem yeah, of masculinity like a cold glass of cigarette that i don't i i would like to uh part of me really wants to like i don't i would never give this guy money but like i w- kind of want to see the text of these these books mm-hmm. a little bit like it just sounds pretty crazy to me yeah I don't know. I mean, they have to be like pseudo Ayn Rand's, like I'm going to write a self-insertion, but also make the entire world cater to my particular, you know, worldview instead of yeah. like, it has to be just like his version of a, of a, of a malocentric, uh, you know, I like Atlas shrugged. Yeah. 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 I'm sure that that text is available. I'm yeah. 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 I, I, I mean, I'm probably not actually going to, <laughs> um, yeah, here, wait, here, here's the, let me read the, the bio. Um, so here, uh, <clears throat> trained as a historian at McMaster University and as an infantry soldier in the Canadian forces. I'm an author, strategist, neo-reactionist, monarchist, and an entrepreneur. And then down at the bottom of the blog, it says, there's nothing like a good uh, rye whiskey. And rye whiskey is caps and hyphenated. <laughs> a good rye whiskey to dull the pain of staring at the ugliness of this world. Sometimes it's more than a man can bear. But something's got to dig down to the rotten, hateful core. I'm a writer, goddammit. And that's not <laughs> Yeah, go to hell forever. <laughs> he sounds like a. He sounds like in the movie of himself, he would cast like a like an early '90s Mickey Rourke. Like yeah, in, it's it's so bad. Yeah, yeah. Also, rye whiskeys. When he's from Canada, what that means is blended shitty whiskey, like Seagram yeah. Seven. Like that. That's what rye is up there. It's not like bullet rye. Yeah. They actually use rye grain. So just throwing that in there, his attempt to sound high class is actually saying, "I drink shitty rock gut." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I, the comments on the original blog entry is great because people are really uh, pretty mad at him. <laughs> like, it, you know, as well they should be. But like every all the people who are already shitheads who supported these guys are like, I can't believe these guys, you know, uh, these two unstable personalities that no one could stand being in the same room with <laughs> for two seconds couldn't work together and are just going to, you know, maybe just take our money, mm-hmm. um, which in one way kind of sucks. Uh, the other way, like, oh, fuck them. It's not behavior you would want to endorse, but it is an instance where you feel OK saying a fool and his money, because from our perspective and by a lot of objective perspectives probably they are fools you can did you know that you can hire this guy to give you uh insight he'll give you advice <laughs> is that like a he'll life make, coach yeah he'll make a custom video for you for 45 dollars wow um no lifestyle and career 25 dollars <laughs> what's the 45 like spiritual uh, advice god I, I don't know so it's like um let me see if you or like if you a uh, historical philosophical or political <laughs> question uh, uh oh boy uh <laughs> and by lo- by looking at the quality of his output that all the work that is involved in that is pressing pressing record on quicktime or whatever yeah talking into his webcam and then trimming it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yep and for a complicated topic for two videos 75 dollars well, you get a get a bulk discount <laughs> who the fuck is doing this like who's seeing this guy and being like i need to get a custom youtube video from this cut, cut me off a slice of that yeah, ugh. <laughs> I had to stop looking at this. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's blog, man. I I tell you what, that boy ain't right. <laughs> I tell you what, them crawl dads getting out. Sure, sure it must have been a woman kicking over my buckets. Yeah, that's a, he's a an uppity crawl dad. He's put yeah. back in the, into the bayou. This here fan boat's for man only. <laughs> man boat. man boat neo reactionary yeah gross does uh does does scribus or whatever his name is does it does he have a magic card um i i'm sure he does okay um i haven't i haven't looked at all those yet like i like it's funny (laughs) that the amount of like just it's not joy but uh intense feelings of uh gobsmackedness i can get from looking at this stuff mm-hmm. is inversely proportional to how long i can stand looking at it right like i literally just now just had to like close my window in disgust from looking at that <laughs> thing but like it is so amazing like and i just had to go through long periods of time forgetting that it happened mm-hmm. you know like it's like it's like a blocked memory <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just like, oh, yeah, there's this whole set of magic cards about neo reactionaries. <laughs> and I'll look at them for a little bit and then get really mad and, and amazed and then have to stop and like go back to my real life. Um, a man is not to will what is happening in the wilds or to stand on it. Like, it's all of them are about like the wilderness and the power, like the, the natural forces around. <laughs> like, it's so bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So someday we'll have our own neo reactionary magic cards. Yeah, man. Yeah. And if anyone's listening to this and wants to make non neo reactionary magic cards of us <laughs> to stop us from doing that, <laughs> to stop us from making them ourselves. Yeah, I'd appreciate. Uh, it. Yeah, <laughs> I just like we're we're so we're so averse to like representations of us that we would never do that. It's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. 
Uh, yeah. So it, I, I will admit, I don't, fo- I don't follow that stuff on my own just because of sanity reasons. I do, yeah, however, catch, like, catch secondhand, secondhand bonkers off of you. So yeah, it, it is a dumb, it is a dumb thing that is not healthy for me to follow. Like it, it is a dumb, like it's interesting, but then it just, I spend, I waste time on it from like a high, al- like a high altitude when you're not like down in the individual scrum looking at MS painted, you know, charts and whatever, like on a daily mm-hmm. basis. Like I, th- I think checking it once a day or multiple times a day might be too much, but like a weekly soft focus, like digest version of just, yeah. <laughs> what is Like somebody just what storify what's going on with this shit. Yeah. You know, because every once in a while something important will happen mm-hmm. with it or something legitimately funny. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. It's it's pretty 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 crazy. <laughs> and we all pray that we will have far more soon 